Welcome to the Soul's Way podcast. This is your host, Emily Ann Brandt. I am a proud First Nations Mohawk author, speaker, and mentor here to meet you at the intersection of personal development and decolonization. I truly believe that when we see ourselves and one another, mind, body, emotion, and most of all, soul and spirit, we can break through systematic, ancestral, and generational ways of being that we came here to disrupt and rise above. We can lean into the ways that heal our spirits. I know we can do this through honest conversations, radical responsibility, and healing together in community. Through my stories and the incredible conversations with some truly amazing guests, my hope is that you leave each episode with a more open heart and that you feel emboldened in your medicine and your voice, knowing your ripple effect matters. Our ripple effect matters. Thank you for being here. Let's dive in. Welcome back and welcome new friends to the Soul's Way podcast. It has been a while. I apologize for the massive delay in between episodes. As most of you know, if you're following me, if you're in my email list or um, follow me on Instagram or Facebook, you know that there's, or you're just in my life, (laughs) you know, there's been a lot going on. Um, So I'm finally sitting down to start answering some of the questions from the Let's Decolonize Coaching Facebook group where I asked, what questions do you have about decolonization, um, about coaching, And what do you want me to talk about on the podcast? And so um, a wonderful Sam asked this question, if I could speak to transmuting and transforming lack. And a few of you liked it, which I took as a sign that you also want to hear me talk about this. So that's what we're going to cover today. And again, I'm sorry for the massive delay, but we are here now. So let's unpack. So Sam's full question says, transmuting and transforming lack. Through the decolonized lens and heart, how can we begin to shift into serving from a balanced place of mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual abundance? Beautiful question. Okay. There's so much to, there's so much to speak to with this question. Um, actually, the other day, uh, a mini like half a download came in about uh, an abundance program, like another, like I feel like this could be a whole program, but um, I'm going to speak to as many things as I can today. So the first thing I want to say, if you're in a state of lack, so this is for the person who is currently like wants to be of service to the world, wants to, um, you know, participate in decolonization and anti-racism and equity initiatives and is having experiencing a lot of financial lack of their own or just a lack of resources maybe mental spiritual emotional as well as the physical right you can maybe be feeling depleted but you still want to be of service um and then how can you what i'm hearing within that question is like how can i is it okay for me to desire money and how can i desire money and attract money but through through a decolonized lens and through this heart of really wanting equity in the world. And um, this question is coming from an ally settler woman. So I know that this is where um, this is where this question is coming from. So I want to say first, no matter who you are, no matter what your background is, what your race is, what privileges you hold um, or don't hold, you are so worthy 
of being well-resourced. And I like to use the, the term well-resourced instead of um, being wealthy or having lots of money because it reminds us, because that word money has become so charged, right? And even wealthy has become so charged. <clears throat> so when we say well-resourced, it reminds us that, right, money is just a resource. And when you have more of it, you're well-resourced, which means you can take good care of your mental, spiritual, physical, and emotional health, and you can be of the highest service to others because you're going to come from a fuller place, right? It's like they say, you know, you can't give from an empty cup. Those old cliche sayings are still around for a reason because it's true. You can't give from an empty cup. So I first just want to say, no matter who you are, it is perfectly human and healthy to desire more, um, especially when you're in a state of lack. But even if you're just in a state where you just desire more. And also we live in a world where things cost money, right? That's just the reality of the world we live in. So if anyone is saying they don't want or need money, they're lying. They're lying. It's not true because we all need it. And I think a lot of times what happens is when we've seen so much ickiness around people that are hyper-focused on money, right? We want to say that we money's not our priority. We just want to help people. We just want to serve people. And while that is true, your life is actually all about the money when you don't have any or when you don't have enough, right? Because then all of your decisions have to revolve around money. Like whether or not you can go to that dinner with your friends or um, whether or not you can take a day off work and go be with a family member who needs you or whether or not or how much you can donate to that cause that you really care about and you want to support or you can purchase from that business you want to support but you can't because of money and all of your decisions and so much space in your mind gets taken up by money when you don't have enough so it is perfectly normal human good and fine to desire more and to need more and to let that be okay because the reality is we do live in a capitalist world and we need money to to do things to get by to help people as well so that's the first thing i wanted to name the next thing i wanted to name is um just to heal your own yeah i guess i guess we covered that but just to heal your own hatred towards money money is not the problem yes many people are greedy or selfish or doing things that are manipulative or extractive or icky and and just for their personal gain only and it's at the harm of others and so a lot of times we can see that and we associate it with money Ooh, the money changed them right or that must be because money money makes people bad and greedy and icky and that's not true money just amplifies who people already are right that's a lesson that i learned a while ago that was big um money's just an amplifier of who you already are so if you're good-hearted and generous money's only going to allow you to be more of that so we need to stop villainizing money because money's just a neutral resource it really is um it's just a tool it's something we can all access we need to remove the the charge behind it and again if it helps you to say well resourced instead of wealthy or rich then i invite you to do that um 
But you're going to do good things with your money, I know, because you're asking this place of how can I come from this balanced place and how can I serve? You're going to do good things with that money and, um, and abundance. And we need money and abundance in your hands. We need abundance in your soul. We need you to be rich and overflowing and ooey gooey so you can give, right? Um, and if you're listening to this and you're black, indigenous, or a person of the global majority, right? We are naturally giving people and we are naturally community oriented. So we need money in our hands because we know that we're going to care for our community with that money because that's our that's our ancestral ways and for those of us who maybe it's not in our um ancestral ways or in our dna programming unless we go way 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 back maybe there's a lot of scarcity in our programming i know that i have that in my um in my lineage on my uh european side right there's a lot of scarcity there's a lot of um it's got to be competitive there's a lot of it's going to go away we have to work harder we have to create more and more and more there's a lot of that programming that i'm working through but if we go way 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 back in our lineage we all lived very communally right very um living in service to god a creator and in service to the land and and sustainably with and on the land if we all go way 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 back in our lineage so i know that we can all reclaim those ways and remember those ways um and i know that we're also shifting right now to a time astrologically even where we are returning to these more um, community focused collective focused ways of being because this hyper individualism that we've been living in for the past few decades it's not it's not serving any of us right we're exhausted we're lonely we're burnt out we're all (laughs) miserable in this in this hyper toxic um hyper individualistic way of being so we are returning to community um and just trust that you because you are a giving person of course like whether it's money or any other kind of abundance it's going to flow through you you're going to be a channel for that and you can um you can pray and ask to be a channel for that too right but know that you're worthy of wanting it just for you too and just for your own needs and you deserve to have your own needs met and to be well-resourced and to be comfortable and to be healthy and to be supported. In terms of the word balanced, I don't know that balance actually exists. I think balance is kind of an illusion. I don't know if we're ever like perfectly in balance, but I think there's things we can definitely do to make sure that we are hitting all, all of like what Sam named is the four um the four quadrants of the medicine wheel right which is from our anishinaabe brothers and sisters who have the medicine wheel that teaches us um well it teaches us a lot of things it's kind of like a a life wheel it um demonstrates the fact that it's a circle is symbolic of the fact that life is cyclical and never ending um that everything has seasons every human life has a season and a cycle and death is a part of natural part of that birth is a natural part of that um it also shows us the four directions the four medicines and in each of those quadrants it shows us um a dedicated quadrant for the physical the body the mind right the emotional and the spiritual 
And there's a strong emphasis that all of those have to be um, tended to and cared for. But yet in our colonial culture, we are taught to only focus on the mental, our mind, and the physical, the tangible, what we can see, right? The money, the physical things. But we often neglect the spiritual and the emotional because colonizers didn't, didn't deem those, those parts valuable. Um, but Indigenous folks have always understood that there's so much value in that spiritual care and spiritual health and emotional health is so, so important. But let's talk about transmuting lack. If you're not currently in a state of exactly feeling like you're overflowing from those four places or able to maybe not even able to tend to those places because a lot of times it's money. It's the it's the financial lack that keeps us in stress, that keeps us busy, that keeps us um, just kind of being in the in the system and a lot of times feeling like a wheel in the machine, right? A cog in the machine. Um in a capitalist society so it can be hard to actually stop and tend to our health and 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 spread and serve abundance the way we want to so if you're in that place i want you to just figure out how you can get to safety first this is something that i taught in the spacious sales masterclass and it is just the most simple, <laughs> simple, grounded, yet profound um, piece of advice that I could give you because it changed my life. So a lot of times we hear people on the internet and they're talking about abundance and manifestation and they talk about like acting as if, right? Pretending you're already wealthy or... Um, these big, huge, dramatic, like rags to riches stories where it's like I was, you know, $70,000 in debt and now I have two multi-million dollar businesses and these are my six cars and this is <laughs> the private jet I'm going to take. And it's like these dramatic um, stories that are really not the norm. Um, and I think there's a lot of pressure on folks to go from lack to like extreme, extreme wealth. And that's a very, very difficult jump to make. And if you make that jump, it's often not sustainable without caring for all of those things, mental, spiritual, emotional, physical, um, for your health and well-being every step that you go. And of course, like making sure you're in alignment with your values and all of that good stuff. So I think there's this desire to go from, yeah, from rags to riches, from from struggling and poor to completely overflowing. And what I what changed the game for me was just saying, okay, I just need to get really practical right now and I just need to get it to a place of stability and safety first. Because when you're trying to manifest overflow from a place of instability and lack of safety, it becomes even harder. It's super challenging. So this is where you want to draw on your practical side, your logical side, and also you can call in spirit for support and guidance and alignment, and you will be supported. We're going to talk about faith in a second and gratitude, but but just getting really logical for a second and being like, okay, I actually don't have enough money to cover my bills each month, or I barely have enough money to cover my bills each month, and this is not going to work. So how can I what are some other ways I can bring more money in like tangibly practically 
What's going to bring more money in the door? What can I do? Are there expenses that I can eliminate? Are there, is there, um, you know, another job that I can take on without burning out? Or can I get a different job? Can I get a raise? Can I create a side hustle? Um, what, what can I do to bring more money in, less money out for now until I get to stability, right? And I think that for now piece is really big too because a lot of times we have this dread around like, no, I don't want to... Um, I don't want to be, but I don't want to be at this job forever. Like this is not my purpose. This, this, this job is not my life purpose. Or, um, I don't, I don't want to work full time. It's too hard on my body or whatever it is. So telling yourself that it's, it's for now until you get to a place of stability and then you'll go from there. That can be really helpful. Another thing I want to say is that when you are close-minded to where the abundance can come from, when you close off money, the flow of money in one area, you actually shut it down in all areas. And that was something um, that completely blew my mind and shift my, shifted everything for me when a mentor said that to me um, right before I decided to go back and look for full-time work. And I was like, oh, yeah, I don't want to shut off... <laughs> the gates to abundance that's not good but I was being very close-minded about how and where the money has to come from so being more open-minded getting to a place of safety first and getting just really grounded and practical maybe it's making a budget and sticking to it maybe it's seeing where else you can bring more income in right but getting to safety first and then once you're at a place of safety and it is okay I want to say If you are in a season of your life where you can barely pay your own bills and you need to protect you and your family's safety and and survival, it is okay for you to not be in the position to be donating to all these causes or to be, um, you know, supporting all the businesses you want to support because you know that you will and I, I know that you will and your heart is in that place, but you've got to You've got to be in a place of safety first or you're not, it's not just, it's only going to get worse if you're constantly putting your own survival at risk, right? You're not going to be in a, you're not going to be in a place to be aligned and, um, yeah, peaceful, stable. So that's okay. And if you can practice generosity in little ways, do that, right? If you can give $5 to a cause that you care about do that um whatever whatever you can give now do that because practicing generosity helps you practice for when bigger and bigger amounts of money come your way and you know that it's safe to let let some of it go right and it's actually healthy to let some of it go when you donate to things and you spend in alignment with your values and you spend congruent aligned money That always, always comes back to you anyways. It literally does. It comes back tenfold. So if you can practice um, generosity now, do what you can now. Be in that energy of abundance. But again, if you're in this extreme state of lack and you're like, I literally just need to, I just need to figure out how to feed my kids this week and keep the lights on, then please, please focus on that, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing selfish about that. There's other ways to give and serve besides just money. Let's not forget that, right? There's so many ways to be of service. 
So I think that's another way that you can expand into serving um, from a decolonized lens, from this big, big beautiful heart is, is reminding yourself there's so many different gifts. There's gifts that are within you that you possess, that you've been given, um, that you can use, that you can use to help help people in need and to help the causes you care about, help create the world you want to see. We're all given unique gifts for a reason. So it's not only financial resources that can help, right? And I'm just talking about financial resources a lot because um, I get a sense that a lot of you, uh, well, I I mean, it's a common, like I said, money's a thing we all need, right? So it's a common, uh, it's a common place to be in. And I find this especially with people who have these big hearts who want to do this decolonization work and equity work and they care about a, a just world. Often, we are the ones who are also struggling and struggling to charge money and and take money for our gifts and we just want to help people, right? So I'm really speaking, I'm really speaking to you and saying it is okay to receive and you have to you have to fill your own cup first and you are worthy of that right okay and then the last two things i want to speak to is nature and then gratitude so nature is abundant by nature (laughs) right if we look at creation look how freaking incredible nature is and how there is an ecosystem that just works and there are plants that literally regenerate right and there's species that repopulate and grass that regrows and of course us humans are are harming that in many ways but nature naturally is abundance it is the most abundant thing that we can think of right we are born into a world of abundance we are born here with um plants that grow that literally provide medicine for us to heal us if we ever get sick or injured there are plants and vegetables and fruits that grow that are for our energy and our nourishment there is water that gives us life and cleanses us there is a big ball in the sky that is bright and gives us light so we can see during the day, right? There is the grandmother moon who provides us light and guides our way at night and also um, controls our waters, right? And, and our wombs. And there's those of us with wombs that literally have the ability to create life, like create actual life, bring a new human into this world that's incredible like if that's not abundance i don't know what is right so shifting to this um coming back to nature always helps remind me how we live in a naturally abundant world and we're part of that world right so that abundance is not something external from you it's not something outside of you you are part of it it is you so when you're feeling in lack go take a walk in nature right look at um look at this the even the rain when it falls from the sky and try to count the raindrops you can't because there's so many of them because it's so abundant 
every time it snows, if you followed me for a while, you know, every time it snows, I get excited and I'm like, it's abundance. And I, I like marvel at the snow coming down because each snowflake is unique. And there's so many snowflakes. It's incredible. It blows my mind every single time. So get outside or look out the window, or glance out the window when you're on your train ride to work. However you can connect with nature, do it. We've been so pulled away from nature by design, I think, sometimes, um, so that we keep complicit in these systems that are actually harming nature and harming people. Um, we get so pulled away from nature, and it's so important that we, we just get out on the land or be with the land however we can to reconnect with that and feel literally like plug your feet into the grass if you can and feel that mother earth can nourish you from below and you can reciprocate too as much as you soak up the goodness and the energy and the nourishment you can also send it back down and you can do the same thing with your heart space you can open it up and you can receive love and abundance and let that in and you can blast it out from your heart space Right? And so you can just set the intention and prayer to be that to be that channel for light, for abundance. It is meant to be circulated. You are meant to be well-resourced. You are meant to thrive. You are meant to care for your community. You are meant to be in service. And you will be. Okay. And the last thing I wanted to say is about gratitude. And this is also like one of those things that's like, <laughs> it's a cliche and people say it all the time for a reason because it's true. When in doubt, always come back to gratitude for whatever amount you have. And I don't say that to be um, bypassing anything that's really true and hard. And I don't say that to, to smear love and light on top of what may be a really truly difficult situation that you're in. So I want you to grieve if you need to, be mad if you need to, cry if you need to, and... Then when you've done that, come back to gratitude. Always come back to gratitude. And if you're not sure what in your life you can be thankful for right now, you can start by greeting all of creation. This is how I um, start my day, most days, not every day. Um, but either I, I sit on my meditation mat and do this, or I just kind of list it out while I'm driving in the car if it's a, if it's a commute day. Um, I go through and I give thanks to all of creation. This is something that we do in Haudenosaunee culture, in Mohawk culture. My mentor um, that I had the chance to work with a couple of years ago, I think now, um, taught me to come back to our Ohondo Gariwadekwa, which is the words before all else is what it means. And this goes through and it greets all of creation, the plants, the flowers, the birds, the fish, the water, the trees, the bushes, the sun, the moon, the thunder, the rain, the crater, every part of nature, the humans. And you just greet, you start your day by greeting creation and saying, thank you. Thank you, flowers. Thank you, plants. Thank you, Mother Earth. Thank you, Grandmother Moon. And so... I was doing that even when I was, I was like, there's not a lot to be thankful for in my, uh, in my career life, in my um, business or in my finances right now. Like it still feels like a pretty big uphill battle ahead, a pretty big mountain of debt to get through or whatever the case is. And 
we can all still be grateful for creation because that's something so abundant we all have access to it so start with that and then if you know once you've gone through that you will start you will want to add on your own things you will think of other things that you're grateful for but even if you can't just be grateful for creation and come back to nature and connect with nature because again there's nothing truly more abundant than that and in terms of an indigenous lens on abundance i think this word abundance has been so twisted and so colonized and especially here in the coaching industry people have really made it mean like personal individual copious amounts of money (laughs) and individual gain and just money 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 um external things right louis vuitton bags all of that and the indigenous definition of abundance is having enough to share having enough to to give having enough to support your community right so if you look at abundance through that lens those of you with that heart to serve and create and expand I think that'll really bring you a lot of peace and a lot of alignment when you're on this journey of transmuting lack and attracting more abundance and being abundance. So I hope this is helpful. I hope you unshame the desire for abundance and money because you're so worthy. We need we need abundance and money flowing through you. Um, So do these things and let me know if this was helpful. Thanks for listening. Thanks again for listening today. It means so much to me. If you got any value out of today's episode and you would like to thank me, the best way that you can thank a podcaster is to share, is to subscribe and leave a review. This helps us reach more people as this podcast and this community is still growing. Speaking of community, I would love to have you in my completely free community, Let's Decolonize Coaching on Facebook. Come and join us over there. And also make sure to keep in touch on Instagram at Emily Ann Brandt. Thank you again so much for listening and I'll talk to you in the next episode.